Hello, love buddies. Welcome back to another episode of The Wedded Podcast with your hosts, Jen and Steve Van Elk. Is that what we're doing now? I think so. We're a semi-professional look. Oh, am I supposed to do it? Like, yeah, you're supposed we're to. We're a semi-professional look at wedding planet and marriage. Basically, we're going to help you get together and hopefully stay together. We got to get a little bit more serious now because we're actually talking about a serious okay, thing. Okay, so we got it out of our system. Yep, all out. Uh, so, <gasps> so tonight we come to you. Uh, we wanted to talk a little bit about COVID-19 and um, steps you might want to take if you're getting married in the next few months um, because it is a scary and tumultuous time for a lot of people. And we're just here to say, don't be scared. Don't panic. Yeah. Uh, I know you've been planning for your wedding for a very long time and it might feel like the end of the world if you have to consider canceling or moving or whatever, but... Uh, we're here to help you. We're here to help you. And it's, you know, better to be safe. Yeah. So we just kind of wanted to talk a little bit about things you could be thinking about and doing um, with regard to your wedding, if it is coming up. I think we should start off with understanding that this is a incredibly difficult decision to make and mm -hmm. something to plan for because honestly none of us have ever had to deal with something like this no one in the wedding industry that is in the wedding industry now has ever had to experience a outbreak and what that protocol looks like yeah i mean we've had like fears in the past with like h1n1 and stuff and uh west nile and zika but nothing has gotten to the point that um, COVID-19 has gotten to. For sure. So we're, this is a, a learning curve. This is a, this is a new experience yes. for everyone. So I think the first thing we probably want to talk about is what do we need to think about if we're going to go forward with the wedding that we have planned? Um, if you and I were a couple about to get married in the next few months. Yeah, I've, I've heard just talking with other wedding industry vendors, seems like, you know, the major concern is the physical contact mm. and uh, spreading any sort of virus. And this doesn't, I guess we should just apply this to anything. It's flu season still. And yeah. considering that there, for most weddings, there are 150 or more for a traditional western wedding mm -hmm. consider making a statement allowing your guests to know that you really love them but you want to make sure that you stay that everyone stays healthy and that you want to refrain from any physical contact and that's really difficult um, weddings are a time where people are hugging they're going to their guests they're giving them hugs they're shaking hands and um, one thing that you could consider is just putting something in the programs or even sending out an additional information, um, letting your guests know that you're moving forward with the wedding and that, you know, if we, we love you so much and we really want to see you, we want to hug you. Um, but just in, within this climate, we should refrain from any physical contact. We're going to be doing air fives all night long. Elbow high fives too. Oh, can't touch those elbows. I've seen some elbow high fives, though. Why can't you touch elbows? 
No physical contact, babe. Okay. No physical contact. You could do an Arab elbow five. <laughs> this is really hard for me being someone who's definitely a hugger. We went, I went out for coffee with a friend just recently, like today. <laughs> and typically I would just give her a big hug and I had to refrain from doing that. And it hurt emotionally, mentally, and physically that I couldn't give my friend a hug. And it's difficult for me too as a make outer um, because I also went out for coffee with a different friend today yeah. and I couldn't make out with them. And it's just like, how do I live like this? And it's weird. Steve always leaves with his lips. He's never <laughs> been a hugger. He's always gone in for those kisses. Um, I think he's a little bit more European than I, than I knew before. <laughs> I don't know. He's... This is, these are true stories. I'm just glad you came along with me on that ride. So, yeah. <laughs> um, so back to your wedding. Uh, I think another thing to think about probably is I know you've already invited a ton of guests and you've paid money for those guests to be there. And it's going to be really hard to think about, but some of your guests aren't going to be able to show up either because they are sick or they're worried about getting sick or maybe they're immunocompromised and they just can't even risk it. Um, and so just, it's really tough to like, be like, I spent this money and now, no, no, he's going to be here. And why did I spend this money? Um, so maybe send something out to your guests ahead of time just to get like a new headcount. So then you can maybe update your caterers and your other people to see if there's any way that they can maybe cut you a little slack on that since they're not going to have to prepare as much food anymore. I love how your uh, frantic couple is like Morty from Rick and Morty. <laughs> <laughs> what? You're like, ah, that's, uh, uh. No, that's just me. This is normal me. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> Are you saying normal me is Morty from Rick and Morty? I'm obviously Rick. Oh my gosh. <laughs> uh, you're more Beth and I'm more Jerry, if we're being honest. So. <laughs> oh, this is depressing. Uh, just off the top of my head, my biggest concern with attending an event is food and understanding that I will be putting things into my body. I've always been kind of weird about buffets uh, just because there's so much easy for cross contamination Gosh. and germs getting in food from other body. Like I've seen people go through buffets, touch things with their hands, oh bring them gosh. up to their nose, oh. smell them and then put them back in the buffet food. And it's just like, yes. what is going on? I hope that people can use a little bit more common sense. What I would recommend for that. If you, let's say that your, your wedding is a week away. Um, Maybe consider, actually definitely consider if you can switch it to a plated meal, do that. If not, maybe have staff serving the food instead of your guests getting the food because the staff, they're going to be prepared, they're going to be clean, and then they can actually put the food on the plate so that your guests aren't touching a bunch of things. Yeah, because the last thing you want is a bunch of people going in with grabby hands. Yeah, grabby hands are just not the best. Just I'm I'm thinking about two hundred hands touching the ladles and everything and I mean I've always kind of felt that way, but I'm not that much of a germaphobe, but now it's like intensified it for me. So what else should people be thinking about? Um if I think I think in the same vein of maybe uh 
being cool and understanding of people not being able to come to your wedding, you also have to think maybe you need to cut down your guest list a little bit. I know in Indianapolis right now, uh, you're not allowed to have gatherings of over 250 people. And Jen and I have a wedding we're shooting next weekend. Um, and so if that wedding were to have over 250 people, they might have to uninvite or disinvite some people. Um, because included in that gathering count for 250 people wouldn't just be the people there. It would also be the people working there. So like photographers, videographers, DJ, band, um, coordinators, planners, uh, the wait staff, everything like that. So you might have to cut down your guest list a little bit, which might be really difficult for some people uh, this close to, which is another reason why it's a good idea to send out something and just be like, hey, I want to get like a revised headcount for our wedding. Um, we completely understand if you're not able to come just because then you might not have to disinvite people. Like people might disinvite themselves for you in that case. Yeah, I think there's going to be a lot of people who choose to just stay home. Yeah, it's tough. And just remember that those people still love you. And, uh, oh, absolutely. and another thing to think about is they're staying home. Maybe you have one of your friends, family members who are there set up like a Facebook live or a Skype session so that the people who can't attend, but wish they could be there can, uh, Skype into the event and they can watch what's going on. I know a few years ago, Jen and I had, uh, one of my best friends got married and we weren't able to be there because his wedding was too close to the birthday of our daughter. So Jen couldn't travel and I wasn't going to leave her right before our daughter was born. I mean, I wanted to, but whatever. <laughs> I would have killed him. I would have been like, you just um, stay there. You so, stay in California. You're not coming back. <laughs> so my friend actually set up a live stream so that everybody, um, cause he was from Indiana, then he moved out to Colorado, then they got married in California. So he set up a live stream so that everybody who couldn't make it out to California for his wedding would still be able to participate. And I know Jen and I actually, we watched the entire live stream, like in bed together on an iPad because we just loved our friend and we wanted to still be able to take part in it. And we were naked. No, we were not. Oh, wow. <laughs> it did have that thing, though, where, like, you could tap the screen and it would send hearts. And um, I, I might have spent a long time tapping the screen and sending as many hearts as I could. I just wanted Let's him be to honest, feel though, loved. Like, I tried to get you to go and you said no. You did not want – you, but we didn't want to – he didn't want to take any chance of missing the birth of his daughter, which I totally understand. But I also knew that it was – one of his best friend's weddings and I really wanted him to be there if he wanted to be there. I mean, I really wanted to be there. Totes wanted to ditch you. I mean, <laughs> what's more important going to a cool wedding or seeing your daughter be born? The second one, the second one's so much more important. One, another thing you could do um, that you typically don't see as at weddings is setting up hand sanitation stations, like having it, right before people eat, having it um, around places, uh, in random places in the room. It's better just to have it than not. Um, pe when people see it, they're like, oh, I need to wash my hands or, oh, I need to sanitize my hands. Um, it's just a, a nice little reminder to continue to rid yourself of any viruses or germs. Um, another Another thing you might want to think about, because I know um, one of my friends was just telling me she's a wedding photographer out in the Carolinas, and the county above her has several cases of COVID-19, and so they've restricted that county down to only having gatherings of 50 people or more. 
So people having weddings in that area are now either cutting their guest list down to 50 people or more or moving their wedding date. And one thing, one thing you might want to think about if you're like, you're in a situation like that is, or just if you know, you're thinking about your guests and you don't want to expose a bunch of people possibly is you can still go ahead and get married on the day. If, because the important thing is that you spend the rest of your life with the person you love the most. For sure. And you can still go ahead and get married on the day and talk to your vendors, call your venue, your caterer, you know, the cake, um, every, every, every one of your vendors and just see if they're okay with you moving the reception to a later date so that you can still be married and then you can still have a party with all your friends and family. It, it'll just be later. Because I think a lot of your vendors would probably be pretty willing to do that for you as long as they're available. From my experience uh, and those that I've talked to, almost everybody is on board for that. They understand that this is an emergency situation. And yeah, that is a possibility. Another thing, going back to still having the wedding... Maybe consider even um, things like finger foods just to completely get rid of them. Mm-hmm. You have like tr- like plates, like platters of veggies. You're going to have different... like hors d'oeuvres walked around. Yeah. and Or like fruit trays, those sorts of things that people might touch. Um, I would just completely get rid of them or find a way to just be able to serve them individually. Another thing on that same note would be uh, if you're doing like bubble send-offs, sparkler send-offs, usually those are like a basket with all the stuff in it that everyone's going to reach into. And that's like a hotbed for germs then. And also maybe not people blowing into, yeah. bowl, <laughs> into bubbles that's probably and then not popping great, yeah. all over. Um, another thing would be uh, having somebody hand out programs when people walk in. Um, if you can set up some sort of thing so people could grab their own program without like touching all the other programs, that'd Maybe be great. Maybe having them already s- seated. Yeah. Like already on the seats. So go ahead and just lay them out on the seats instead of um, passing them out or having people grab them. Mm-hmm. Now let's get to the real important stuff. Your rings, your, your best man, your maid of honor, whoever's holding them, they're probably carrying COVID-19. So <laughs> you want to go ahead and hold on to your rings all on your own. Go ahead and put it on your hand. Just go ahead and wear them. Just wear it ahead of time. It's not don't a big even, deal. Yeah, I mean, like, don't even let your spouse touch them. Just, like, just put it on your own hand. Significant other at this point in time. They're not married yet. Come on. No, at that point in time, they are, aren't they? <laughs> yeah, because you just have to say, I do. Yeah. I thought you meant before the wedding started. Yeah, go ahead and just go on your honeymoon by yourself, too. Wait, what? <laughs> Wait, what? Wait, no. That's another thing to consider. Uh, a lot of people doing honeymoons, um, you might be restricted from travel right now. Mm-hmm. which that would have been probably the biggest bummer for us because that was the thing we were the most excited. About. I mean, besides being married, that was the thing that we were about were the most excited for. Yeah. Traveling together and we're very much adventurers. So we wanted to experience the, the town, the city, and it, it would have been a very hard thing to deal with, but there are few, there are future travels, and to be quite honest, like one of our past episodes, the honeymoon wasn't the best vacation we've ever had. My favorite vacation we've ever had. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about, lady. No, it's we've definitely had better vacations. 
So, Jen, is there anything else you feel like we should talk about with regard to uh, either moving the date, keeping the date the same? Oh, um, concerning, we haven't really went full into what it would look like to cancel the wedding. Yeah. Okay, let's talk some more about that. Um, what I'd highly recommend, um, if you're in that zone, that there is a potential of the event being canceled. So in the sense of you have 300 plus guests and you can't imagine it being anything less, um, maybe consider rescheduling, like Stephen had mentioned, with your vendors. This is a very difficult situation. And believe me, your vendors do not take this decision lightly. We understand that this is not an ideal situation, but it might actually be better than getting to two days before your wedding or even a week before your wedding and finding out you have to cancel because either the venue won't allow it because of their, their following government regulations or there's too many cases that it's just going to be a complete chaos trying to get everybody there or you're you're missing out on family members being there i mean what if mom and dad get sick mm-hmm. like they're not going to be at your wedding because they have this virus and they have to be isolated for two weeks for two weeks yeah so um those are things to consider um and if you are wanting to reschedule Reach out to the people that matter the most to the wedding. So uh, for you. So if you're working with a planner, talk with your planner first. If you couldn't imagine getting married anywhere but the venue that you've chosen, reach out to your venue. Reach out to your your photographer if that is your one and only choice. Those are the people that you need to start off with. And once you find a time or a date that works with them, then try to schedule the wedding for that time like steve said like we what we've been talking about more more than likely your vendors are going to switch your date at no additional cost that's probably going to be the most cost efficient now if you get two days before your wedding and then you just have to cancel the majority of your vendors are not going to reimburse that cost a lot of them are small business owners and that income is potentially their their mortgage payment, their payment for their children's preschool, their um, food for the month, and it's an incredibly devastating loss. And that's the reason why there are some things built into the contract. So I highly recommend if you think there is a possibility that you might need to cancel your wedding to really consider going ahead and rescheduling the date. Mm-hmm. Another thing uh, you might want to think about too, um, I know Jen and I in our contract for photography, we have something that says like if we're sick or for some reason unable to shoot your wedding, we'll provide a photographer to take our place and shoot for us. Um, not every single vendor that you have, photographers, videographers, DJs, celebrants, officiants, uh, coordinators, planners, um, not every single one of them has something like that in their contract. So if if you don't remember talking about it or you don't see it in your contract, you might reach out to those vendors just to see like if they have a plan in place. But then again, you also have to think about if if like I don't I don't want to cause like panic or anything, but like if COVID-19 gets like real bad, like there might not be healthy people to take their place, you know. Um 
and like that is a reality we might have to consider. We're nowhere near there yet. I think it's it's good to have a plan B. I think that's what we're trying to prevent by having all the can the the event cancellations and having no school and encouraging people to stay home is to prevent something like that from happening. So I think we've already made good steps as a country to shut everything down. So I, I'm hoping it never gets to that. Mm-hmm. And just remember if for some reason there is a shutdown and you know, you're not allowed to have gatherings in your County, your area of, you know, more than 50 people, more than 20 people, whatever it is like, that's not, that's a terrible situation to be in, but like, that's not anybody saying like you shouldn't be married or you shouldn't like, Unless, unless you were really looking for a reason to get out of this one. <laughs> oh my gosh. Probably not listening to this podcast if that was the situation. <laughs> okay. We, I mean, we're laughing, but it's. Well, we're trying has, to make light of a situation because yeah, it's, it's scary. It's, it's heartbreaking. Like it's really been upsetting for me. I'm actually kind of tearing up right now just talking about it. Like there's so many things that people are devastated over they're missing out on there's seniors in high school who are reliant on scholarships mm-hmm. that they their sports performances to mm-hmm. provide scholarships for them to be to go to college um there are events that are like weddings that are once in a lifetime events that six sweet 16s yeah, that it, bar mitzvahs bar mitzvahs people won't be able to experience again and this is incredibly hard for them and our hearts go out to you guys we know like we understand and we we just want to be there for people who are planning these events Mm -hmm. in any way that we can and i think that's why i think a lot of people in the wedding industry feel that way because we realize how important this event is and that's another reason why our industry is willing to lose money and reschedule with these couples so that that can happen, that they can experience the wedding that they had planned. Mm-hmm. So is there anything else you want to talk about or? I'm just going back to what you said about the contract. What One of the things that you can do now, say that you're not even considering anything in, in the sense of rescheduling, canceling, um, you're thinking that maybe it's going to pass on before it's going to pass through before your wedding even rolls around. D- not to say that people won't get sick, though. So one thing I do recommend to prepare yourself for anything is first look over your contracts with all of your vendors and just make sure that there is a a backup plan or if if someone is sick, um, like Stephen had said about there being a replacement photographer, being a replacement videographer. Mm-hmm. For the most part, that's going to be in contracts, but just make sure that it's there. And once you know that's there, then that's secured because we want to be healthy, but we're not going to show up to your wedding sick. And if for some we're reason, not like risk getting other people sick. Well, and if we show up, if one of our kids get it, yeah, it's, it's not like the, our kid has a, a, sh- a cold or a strep throat and then you know we are n- never even got sick from it we're not quarantined for that reason this is something that we could be carrying and not even know we have mm-hmm. 
So understanding that like the decision that being made to stay home is for your safety and for your guests' safety and there are going to be replacements. And we, again, we don't take what we do lightly. And believe me, I care about my business. I care about it being reviewed well. And I care about my couples being very happy with their work. I'm going to provide someone who can replace me and replace me well. Mm-hmm. So I think that's going to do it for us this week on the Wedded Podcast. Jen, where can people find us? Want to end on a, that note? <laughs> you want to like give them something happy to think about? Oh, oh, okay. Um, and you know, guys, if all else fails, um, you could just create like a bubble to have your wedding in, like the Bubble Boy from Seinfeld, and like hazmat or, like, suit weddings. Bubble Boy the movie, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Or or like hazmat suit weddings are like a real cool thing that's hip and in right now. And like, if all your vendors show up in hazmat suits, that's kind of cool and a little bit sexy. Everyone's gonna remember that. Yeah, you will never forget your wedding. Don't panic. It's always good to have a plan B, but don't let this overwhelm your mind. Don't let this be can absolutely consume your thoughts and be a, another stressor for the day. Just have put together a plan B, set it aside, and then while you are locked up in your house, pour a cup of hot chocolate or a glass of wine, sit with your significant other, and watch a good movie. And just not, don't worry about it. Like it will, it will happen. It might not happen in the way that you've planned exactly. We really hope that it does, but just know that at the end of it all, you're going to be married to the person you want to spend the rest of your life with. Mm -hmm. You could do it like in cold mountain at the end when Jude Law and Nicole Kidman see each other and they're like, I've heard that if you say- I heard that if you say I divorce you three times, you'll be divorced. And I'm like, well, let's just say I marry you three times and then we'll be married. And it's like, done, done, done. That will not hold up in a court of law. Wow. Did I spoil that movie you for spoil- everyone? I'm- <laughs> you were never going to. If you hadn't no, seen that movie by now, you were never going to see it. It's no. not like, oh, gosh, Wait, is people that are. a movie? Is it a, is it a, rom- is it a romance? Is yeah, it a, it's, it's like a Civil War romance. Oh, gross. Yeah. yeah. No, thank you. <laughs> You're never going to watch that. I don't know anyone who's ever going to watch Ew, that movie. Ew, David. <laughs> thank you. Ah, <laughs> uh, You know what? Jen and I are watching Shits Creek together, the final season, and we're really gearing up for uh, David and Patrick's big day. I hope they pick soups, me as their photographer. Soup's excited for that. That's bringing a lot of joy to our life. Jen, can you say something else that's bringing joy to your life right now? Let's let's bring some joy to everyone's life. This is kind of lame. I am super excited that it's been 50 degrees like for three days. We never experience like high 50s. It's always like 40, 80. Mm -hmm. We don't have any and it's just been perfect. I love high 50s low 60s and if it could be like that year round i would be the happiest girl in the world 50s 50s. year round i love 50s what is wrong with you 80s 90s that's swimsuit season oh gross i want to see you in a swimsuit come on you 
can see me in a swimsuit whenever you like, babe. You just have to ask. But it, it will be indoors because it's cold. It's 50 degrees outside. <laughs> I think that's going to do it for us this week here on Wedded. Where can listeners find us, Jennifer? Here. Right here. Right here in our house because we can't leave. <laughs> We're not in isolation. We're just social distancing ourselves from other people. We're hermits. You're hermits. I'm. <laughs> you're. You're. Her. Um. Where can listeners find us, Jen? <laughs> if you want to connect with us online, you can find us at Wedded Pod on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. If you want to join the awesome community of listeners we're growing on Facebook, you can join the Wedded Facebook group. Don't forget to add your love buddies to the group. You can also visit our website at weddedpod.com. If you have any questions or want some advice, feel free to write in and we would love to have it on the podcast. Thanks for listening to another episode of Wedded. I love you, babe. I love you too.